Welcome to Talking Leadership with Chris Marshall. This podcast is designed to help leaders make the next right move. Chris, today we're going to talk about something that's very important, and that is how to say thank you to those whom you lead. Would you uh, dig right into that for us? Yes. And before we get started, though, Brad, I want to point out something that uh, actually you and I've been talking about recently is there are so many podcasts, so many leadership videos out there, so many live events that people can attend. And when we do that, often we hear a leader say, this is the way you're supposed to do a certain thing. This is the way I do it. And we're given sort of an ideal. And uh, one of the things that we talk about here at New Life a lot is moving from the real to the ideal. And the truth is, even what I'm going to talk about today, thanking those around us as in our leadership positions, I'm going to tell you the things to do, but I don't do it perfectly. No leader does what they teach perfectly because we're human beings and we're fallible. But that is the goal. What we're setting forth is a goal to be uh, moved towards the ideal. Um, But we start wherever we are. So when we talk about thanking those uh, in our church, the first thing, or or in this situation, might be a business, uh, the first thing we need to think about is every situation is going to be unique. Um, a church with 100 people, for example, may only have a pastor and a, perhaps a secretary or administrative type of person, maybe some part-time staff, where the church that we're serving in today has nine full-time staff and a handful of part-time staff, in addition to many volunteer uh, leaders uh, who come from the church family, as well as the, the other group of people is just the general population of the church. Sometimes things go on and you want to say thank you to them. So what I want to do is divide the thank yous into thanking people um, who are on the staff with you, thanking people who are volunteer leaders, and then just thanking people for general kinds of things that they might do. And the, the first point that I would make is saying thank you is crucial. So many times uh, I've heard over the years that, you know, everywhere else in a nonprofit or when you make a contribution to a political campaign, you immediately get a thank you. But, but many times in the church, people take what is done for granted. They don't even take the time to say thank you. So it is, it's important, and you would think it would be more common in the church to say thank you since all of us start from a position of gratitude. God has done such an amazing thing in sending Jesus Christ to live the perfect life that we couldn't live, to die on the cross, to take the penalty for our sins, and then to rise again and send his spirit into us so that we can live new lives. And we're grateful people. We live out of a sense of gratitude for all God is and all God has done in our lives. So you would think that it would be just normal for church leaders to say thank you, but it isn't. So the first thing we need to do is be aware how important it is to say thank you. And maybe some leaders might be listening and saying, well, you know, people shouldn't be doing what they're doing to get a thank you. People should be doing what they're doing because of their obedience to Jesus Christ. Yes, that is true. We ought to do things out of obedience for Jesus. But even when we're being obedient to Jesus, um, we ought to be grateful for those who are doing that. So, so let's start with staff people. Uh, every day, staff people come to work in churches. Uh, staff people come to work in businesses. They do what they're called to do. So do you need to say thank you to somebody for doing their job? Well, the question is, do you need to? Maybe you don't need to, but it's a great blessing to people when they're told you're doing a good job. And, and sometimes the thank you can just be that. Somebody does a great job. For example, Pastor Brad's our worship pastor. 
pastor. And so after worship on Sunday, I say, hey, Brad, thanks for a great worship set today. You really helped me get closer to God. So just it can be done simply in a verbal thank you. It doesn't take more than some cases 10 or 15 seconds. That's one way. And, and whatever it is, just in, in a passing way, say thank you so much for your investment of time. Thank you for excellence. And be specific. Say, I really enjoyed that third song in the set. I haven't heard that one before. And it really, really drew me closer to God. Thank you for investing the time and energy to, to do that so well. Uh, and in the case of uh, staff people, once again, there are times when we ought to sit down and write a note. Now, I know we live in the texting age, we live in an email age, and uh, handwritten notes are almost a thing of the past. But uh, I typically write uh, about 30 handwritten letters and notes a week. They're not all thank you notes. Some of them are just, uh, well, actually, they are thank yous to people who came for the first time, thanking them for coming and inviting them to come back. But what I have found is in this day and age, when you take them the time to write a handwritten note, people notice it. I've had so many people have come to me second week after a first time visit. They come, you know, the second time and they say, you wrote me a note this week. Yes, I did. I mean, it was, it was, you wrote that by hand. Yes, I wrote it by hand. People, people notice that in this day and age because even though it might only take a couple of minutes, and, and typically that's about how long it takes me to write a handwritten note, a couple of minutes, people realize that that was an intentional act. It's an intentional thing when you take the two minutes to write the letter, send it in the mail, and uh, people receive it. And, and the other thing that's really cool is others in the household say, whoa, you got a letter from the church. And, and, and even the, I, I actually address the outside of the letter by hand as well. So people see that I was intentional about this. And, and again, I mean, what you say in the note isn't really as important that you took the time to sit down and say, uh, this week the executive pastor did a great job in organizing some aspect of the finances, or this week, uh, the pastoral care pastor made several visits that if if she wasn't in, in, in on the staff, I would have had to do that. So, and, and maybe the way something is done, again, be specific. I appreciated your caring approach with the Smith family this week. They've been going through a tough time, and, and they told me what a great job you did. So I just wanted to thank you for being Jesus to them in their situation. So uh, that's, that's, let's, let's move on to volunteer leaders. Uh, and again, in a church with 50 people, maybe there are five or six volunteer leaders. In a church with 500 people, you know, there might be 100 volunteer leaders. And in a church with thousands of people, there obviously are multiples of, that, of, that, of the number of volunteers who are available. So how do you thank that many people? Well, let's start with the church that has 50, and you have five volunteers who put together a Christmas program. So afterwards, you certainly could take the time to sit down and hand write a letter to those five people and say, thank you so much for organizing the Christmas program this year. It was incredible. The children obviously loved it, and certainly we all did. Uh, so a church of our size, where we, we have a couple hundred people that at one time or another do volunteer kind of things. And I guess I learned this first from Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley said, sometimes as the church grows, you do for one what you can't do for all. I might not be able to write 200 thank you notes, but I'll hand select uh, five or six people and I'll write a thank you to them for something they did in a particular situation. And even with all the people that are serving, there are usually one or two or three or four 
that stand out. And so in that situation, I'll take the time personally again to say, hey, I know you were out there in the parking lot last week and it was cold. Thank you for your commitment to doing that. And just, and again, it's nothing more than that, but the person recognizes, uh, yes, I'm doing this for God, but Pastor Chris noticed that I did it. And in the same way, uh, there's, a, there's a time for general thank yous. You can do that from uh, the front of the church whenever, again, if it's a church situation we're talking about, I'm up in front of the group and I say, wow, last week we had this event, uh, mission event, and there were 120 of you, but there were about 30 of you working behind the scenes. Thank you so much for making such a great event possible. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have been able to do it. So I thank the 30 people who were behind the scenes. I thank the 120 who came. And the rest of the church family gets to hear, wow, this sounds like a great event. Maybe I should have been there. Maybe I will be the next time. So it not only uh, shows gratitude, but it also lifts up the, the significance of what was, was accomplished and what was done. Um, another thing, and this is something that I'll, I'll say this is a growth area for us. We haven't really done this yet, but to have a general time when we get everybody together, maybe once a year or maybe in the summertime you have a barbecue and you just invite everybody who's been volunteering to come in and we say thank you by providing a meal, a time of fellowship, and you just take five or ten minutes, not not a lot of time, but five or ten minutes and just say, hey, everybody, I want you to come together. I want you to realize if it wasn't for you, it would not be possible for us to share the new life of Jesus Christ with the world one person at a time as we do. It wouldn't be possible for us to be able to carry out the kind of ministry to hundreds of people that we do every single week. So thank you very much. But that's sort of on my to-do list for the future. I want to see us moving in that direction. And I know in certain departments uh, here at, at New Life, we have some of the staff people will bring their folks together from time to time. They have a meal together They and they simply say, hey, there are some great things happening in our ministry. And do you realize that this young person's life got changed because you were there to lead a small group? This person's life got changed because you were there to lead games this week. And so they celebrate some victories. They say thank you. And again, they share in fellowship with one another. So these are some examples of ways that we can say thank you. Now, I want to, uh, for a moment, I want to turn to the general population of the church. Um, one of the things that I've heard basically from those who are in the fundraising area of life, and I'm not talking about in the church, I'm talking about in general, that the church as a whole um, is really poor at saying thank you to those who are generous or to those who give. And uh, typically, once again, if you give a if you give a contribution to a political campaign, you're going to receive a thank you. If you give a contribution to a nonprofit um, other than a church, you're going to receive a thank you. But sometimes churches tend to just take for granted that people bring their gifts, their tithes, their offerings to the church, and they give them because of their obedience to God, their love for God, for many different reasons. Um, and so why do we need to say thank you? Well, the, the short answer to that question is we need to say thank you because it's a blessing to people uh, and because people have been uh, generous to us uh, and, and to God and, and the work of the church moves forward because of their generosity. So what I do, and this is something, again, depends on the size of your church, but we have about 620 people in church every week these days. And uh, what I do is I get a list from the executive pastor that tells me who has given for the very first time. 
And if you're a first-time giver at New Life, I send a personal thank you and say thank you very much for giving. Because of faithful generosity of people like you, New Life is able to share the new life of Jesus here in our community, in our region, our nation, and even to the ends of the earth. And uh, then sometimes people give significant contributions. What does that mean? Well, that differs by the person because obviously there are folks who are, you know, um, not, not have a great deal of means, but they might give a gift of $50 or $100. And, uh, and when that happens for the first time, I send a thank you. Um, sometimes people give a gift to a certain cause. Like here at New Life, one of the things we do is we, um, we purchase buildings in Cuba for, for churches to be um, planted there. And sometimes people at New Life have purchased an entire building, and, and it, it might cost $3,000 or $4,000, and so when, when that happens, I send a thank you. The key is that we notice that you did something um, because of your love for Jesus, because of your desire to see the kingdom of God advance. And we want to, to let you know that we are grateful that you're being obedient, that you're being a blessing to others. And this attitude of gratitude, over time, it's contagious. And what I've seen, we've been in, uh, we've been in church at, for 14 years here at New Life. And uh, when we first started, obviously, we didn't have six or 700 people in worship on a given weekend. It was more like 150. And at that time, um, we had people who were making sacrificial gifts every week. We had people who were giving, you know, for the first time every week. And, and so as I, as I said, thank you to them, what I've noticed is people appreciated it. In fact, I've had people say to me, you took the time to send me a letter to say thank you. You didn't need to do that. And it's true didn't need to do that. But by doing it, even the, even the fact that they came to me and said, you didn't need to do that, says that they appreciated that I did. And, and over the time of, you know, one year becomes two, two becomes five, five becomes 10, what we've seen is people have become more and more generous. And I believe part of that is because they're, they're giving out of grateful hearts and gratitude breeds gratitude. And, uh, and, and so as you consider your leadership position, whether it's in a church, a home, a business, saying thank you is a simple act that reflects the reality of God's love and presence in our lives. It's very important to, to continue to be intentional, especially as a church grows. It's easy to start to assume when a church moves to the size we are, for example, that we don't have to, we maybe not only we don't have to say thank you, but we just can't do it anymore. And the truth of the matter is we can always thank a handful of people. We can always do that every week. We can thank one person every day, and we can be intentional about how do we say thank you so much for for growing in your uh, walk with Jesus. Thank you so much for serving faithfully. And the, the more we think about that, pray about it, reflect on it, the more ideas will come about. So in this time of year, and it's November, you know, in America, it's Thanksgiving season. Uh, hopefully, as we sit around the table on Thanksgiving Day, we say thank you to God for his great blessing of sending Jesus, but for incidents that have happened in, in the past year. And uh, as we do that, we re realize, wow, we have been a blessed people. And when we say thank you to people, I think it helps them to say, wow, I am blessed. And I'm able to do these things because of God's great goodness in our lives. So that's, that's pretty much uh, how I think that we can approach this, uh, thanking those that we lead, Brad. 
Well, thanks, Chris. I wrote down a few things uh, after listening to that, and I just want to share those. You, you said, in summary, basically, why we say thank you is uh, we say thank you to demonstrate our thanks or our gratitude for the value that people add to organizations. Right, exactly. I think that's so important. And also, how do you do that? You you mentioned three specific things, a private and personal, mm -hmm. that is notes and conversations, mm -hmm. a public pronouncement, you mm -hmm. know, up front in front of the larger group of people for the mm -hmm. volunteers who are in that group, but not representing the whole group, and mm -hmm. then a special gathering that just says thank you to the people for their participation in, in that. And, and I've personally seen that with the teams that I lead. Just saying thank you is such a, a powerful move for a leader to make because it tells the people that we do value what they bring to the table. Um, so thank you, Chris, for clarifying that. And thank you all for listening to the uh, Talking Leadership Podcast. We hope it's been helpful. And uh, we'll see you again right here next month.